Today's episode is sponsored by Morgan Morgan Fitness. You can reach out to her on Instagram at Morgan Morgan Bonafide or at MorganMorganFitness.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Crowning Moment. My name is Casey Gibson, and today we have another special guest, and she's going to introduce herself. Uh, hello, y'all. My name is Sydney Salinas. I am from Texas, and I am your current Miss Eco USA 2022, and I will be competing at internationals at some time in February for Miss Eco International in Egypt, so I'm very excited about that. Um, a little bit about myself. I've been doing pageants for about 15 years. I've been in multiple systems. So I was a little bit of a seasoned veteran, but I still have that fire in me that really pushes me to drive and go in. I love competing in pageants. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad to have you on today, Sydney. Let's talk about Miss Eco USA. I have always, you know, watched all these different international systems and I'm so excited to have you as the first official big title holder on the podcast. So let's talk about the ecosystem. What made you want to compete with them? Um, I think that growing up in Texas, especially, and really my parents raised me outdoors, and whether it was being on the ranch or hiking, um, I think that's what really drawed me into the Miss Ecosystem because being outdoors, you can see how humans impact the world and climate and environments. And really being introduced to a system that had the same beliefs as me and kind of lured me into want to help make more of a difference environmentally and impact was something that I was really interested in. And then plus the Eco USA crown is just gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous, but that's a different story. So that's kind of what uh, drew me into Miss Eco USA and I knew what I wanted and I knew that I wanted to win. So I turned around and I came and competed and I won. So you know, God has a path for all of us. And I was just really lucky to have this opportunity. Absolutely. And with the ecosystem, like you said, it is, it's a very different system where they are very, you know, eco based and talking about our environment. So do you have a favorite project or something you're working on in, you know, working with earth, I guess that would be? (laughs) Well, I know that um, a big problem, especially like in fashion and pageant industry is, just, you know, fashion wastes a lot of clothing and resources. So that's something that we all try to work on, especially, um, I think, reusing dresses and stuff. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Um, I feel like that's something not only the Miss ecosystem tries to work on, but I feel like every system in general. My passion, though, is I love aquatics. I love water. So my passion is, or my platform I'm working on is clean water, cleaner earth. Because water is the seed to all life as we know it. Nothing would survive without it. And water just kind of feeds all of these ecosystems. And I think it's beautiful the way that it changes and shapes everything. So that's currently what I'm passionate about. Wow, that is fantastic. So I've actually never gotten into the whole like that side of pageantry where it's going into the international side. So what are you doing to prep for the international pageant coming up in February? So usually it is in March, but we have been told that it's going to be in February. I currently do not have a program book yet, so I don't know exactly what I'm, I should be shopping for, but I do know that I do need an evening gown, um, an eco-friendly gown or eco-friendly costume and a national costume. So those are the three things that I'm working on right now and knowing that I will be there for a minimum of 23 days. So about 23 outfits currently right now. Um, so that's what I'm working on. I already have my passport. 
kind of everything to be in Egypt for a whole month. But other than that, I don't know the details of other um, avenues of competition that I need to really prepare for yet. With you being there for 23 days, I don't know if I'm allowed to ask this, but do you have to pay for this or does your organization help with the funding of those expenses? So what's what's great about H&I Grand Productions, which I have never felt in a different production company, um, is that we really are, they, their motto is once an H&I girl, always an H&I girl. And I get it because once you win, they understand it is a big responsibility to represent the United States of America. And, you know, just to sit, sit there and say, Miss, Miss Eco USA, ooh, it gives me chills. But they help. And a part of you winning, that's part of your price package. They're going to pay my hotel, my food, my fight over there, which is alone costly. And I, I did work very hard for this and I did win this. So that's something that I do get paid for. And then they will go ahead and help me with some of my wardrobe um, as well. But I still am responsible for the big, the big, big things. Of course, absolutely. And going into pageants, you know, as you said, you've been competing for 15 years. It is not very, you know, it's very expensive. So it's it doesn't doesn't come cheap. What would you say out of everything that you've bought has been either your favorite dress or a favorite shoe? Like what has been your favorite item that you've had to purchase during your time in pageantry? Um, I think that my favorite thing that I've had to purchase, who doesn't love evening counts? And, you know, just designing them and planning on working with designers. I think that my favorite thing so far is that I've had to purchase has been evening gown. My most fun thing I had to purchase is when I was giving away one of my crowns, I had to do a fun type of goddess swimsuit costume. And that was definitely fun to like be draped in like gems and, and just tons of chiffon, like curtains of chiffon. That was definitely fun as well. What other big systems have you tried in the past? So I competed for, I competed under the USA system for Texas Teen USA for about six years, six to eight years. I can't quite remember that. And then I did the Miss USA system for about two years, I want to say, or, or three years, actually. I did the Miss America system for one year, um, and I did win in that system as well. And then I decided to try something new and I went to H&I Grand and I competed under, competed for Miss Grand United States, which I got second runner up. Um, and that's when I got introduced to Miss Eco USA. Um, and they owned that one super national as well, but now they, um, only own Grand Eco and, um, Orb USA. And so I had really saw Eco and I was like, oh my God, I know everything. I already know what these girls are talking about. I know I've lived it. I've learned it. I've done so much work. Why not do something that you're passionate about? And so that's what really kind of got me going about Miss Eco USA. With H&I, they own, like you said, Global Orb and Eco. What is different between all three of those? Or are they all kind of in the same similar ballpark of being those international pageants? Um, They are definitely it's crazy to to be in the Miss USA system and see how big it is in America compared to other pageants and then to turn around and go to a foreign country where it's like Miss USA's or Miss Universe, I'm sorry, right? Because it feeds into the universe system. It's still big, but it is not as big as Miss Grand International. Miss Grand International is a whole nother, and that's what I first came into um, H&I Grand is competing for Miss Grand USA. Miss Grand International is a whole nother horse race. Um, Everything's bigger, better, and the production is just mind-blowing. Um, these girls are 
literally perfect in their own, each and every own way. And so that was something that was like, oh my God, this is a whole other type of competition I've never been exposed to and I love. So that was something introduced me to. They do do Orb. Orb is a new one they did um, this year. I don't know much about that system, but I do know that our girl placed top 10 um, a couple weeks ago, so that's very good. Our Miss Grand United States Emily will be leaving in about a week or two to, um, I think it's Indonesia or Thailand for about a month and a half maybe. And I know she's been working very, very hard. I love her. And then, yeah, I will be leaving in February. That is awesome. And definitely the grand international system. That is one my mom and I have been watching on because they'll live stream it on Facebook. We've been watching that one for years. So every time we have to do swimsuit or something, my mom will pull up, you know, one of like the South American countries and it's like, these are the women you need to watch when doing your walks on stage because they are flawless. Like you said, they are perfect in their own individual way. It's definitely a different different ball game than any USA system. And that's what like I was so mind bottled about because like competing in the USA system in the United States forever, you know, it's a certain walk talk. You have to be refined in this. And over there, it's like, you have to be refined, but also outgoing. And it's nothing like the USA system. This is on a whole nother level. Oh, yes, absolutely. I 100% agree. So like you said, getting ready for this whole different level how have you been, you know, what kind of coaches are you working with? Is this a whole new level than people you've had to work with before on coaching? Not necessarily, because I do think that my past experience has prepped me for this. Although it's not, it's not internet. I mean, it's not USA. It's not national style because abroad, everything is bigger and better in pageantry. Um, I do think Good coaches are different in the different styles of walking that they're looking for because USA style is very different than abroad. But other than that, I think that I have been so blessed to be as prepared and as prepped mentally because I feel like that's the most important thing for this. So all it is at the end of the day is pretty much just outfits um, and really get, trying to understand the style walking that they're looking for abroad. In your walk that you did at USA to now, what do you think that you've had to change the most? Is it your hip movements? Is it the way you place your feet? What is the biggest change? That's a good question. Um, from USA to now, I do know that there is a lot of things that did not go right for me at USA. Um, my whole week at nationals was, um, I was, I'm the most overprepared person. I will fly. I flew to nationals with six suitcases and I only end up using two suitcases, but I'm always overprepared. And, um, this year I didn't pack two pairs of competition heels and not pack a backup. And it's never happened to me in my whole life. And an hour before showtime, we were rehearsing on stage and my competition heels broke. Um, so I remember I was panicking, but I had a pair of new dress heels that were like a quarter taller. So it worked for me, but I had never modeled in them before. So I think that that really put kind of a damper on my walking, my patterns, like not necessarily my patterns, but my hip movement and everything. And I can tell in the video. Um, but then again, I never modeled in these shoes. I, it was literally, you have to slap them on and go up there and tough it out and show them that you want to win and show them that you, your heel didn't pop at the end of the day. Um, and that was something I think that after when I was able to talk to my national directors about, they were like, oh, my God, that happened. And like you still persevered. And that was not the worst thing that happened that whole week to me. So 
that was that was very interesting. But the fact that I could overcome that tells me right away that my experience has put me in the perfect position to handle deal uh, issues like that and not freak out. And you know, what? at the end of the day, I had already done my interview. I had already done everything. I have been so overprepared for this that something as small as a heel breaking was, I was not going to let it get the best of me for nationals. With that interview, you are going abroad to a whole different country with a whole different caliber of girls. How are you preparing interview wise? Are you, you know, opening different doors you've never had before, or are they making it strictly off like a bio sheet for internationals? Um, so when it comes to Eco USA, it is a little bit different um, depending on like the owner and what country you're on and what they prefer. So honestly, for Miss Eco International, I have no idea if they're going to ask us for a bio because for Miss Eco USA, they did not. Um, I do know that they do investigate like your social media very heavily. They, they do their research and they already know what they want to ask you. So for Eco International, I really don't know. I don't have that information yet. Wow. With them investing in your Instagram, that's that's kind of awesome. Because I know nowadays, a lot of patents are implementing a grade scale for social media. So they'll see what type of title holder you are as a state or you know a national title holder before you get to that next level. What are you doing to make sure that your Instagram is very presentable and showing that you would be the next best title holder for that international system? Well, I have been doing pageants my whole life. So my I know my Instagram has always been curated to around what is acceptable to be, what is acceptable for younger girls to look at my Instagram and be a positive role model for them. So my Instagram is kind of shaped in that way already because that's also a part of who I am as a person because pageantry is who I am. That's what I love to do. Um, I do know that international is different and everyone speaks different languages. So it's just a lot of learning from the previous girls before me. I know the previous USAs before me have, they have this book that they each put their own experiences and stuff that the next girl after them needs to take. So that's something that I've really been like looking off of and doing my research. Um, but I do think that I'm still learning every day from them because it is a lot when it comes to social media and being abroad because people perceive things and believe things differently over there than what, how we do over here in America. Absolutely. And getting ready, you know, like you said, to go abroad, is your family going to go with you? Like, or is it going to be you solo going into this? Like, what is your support system look like? So I do know that it's going to be a minimum of 23 days. I don't know if that's going to be the maximum. I don't know that much information yet. What I do know, though, is that um, my parents do travel a lot. So they were in Egypt two years ago. So I am very blessed to have their experience and encounters and they've been to the cities that I will be competing in so I kind of have that guidance already my parents will be going for the last week of competition along with my sister and some of my family so that's um pretty fun to have and I know that I will have a lot of directors going with me and friends so I'm very blessed and grateful that they are willing to take that sacrifice and save and and get all their stuff and paperwork ready to really go out and um, view me and support me what would your advice be to anyone looking into the system, either a tip or a trick that you wish you would have known before going and competing with even just the H&I Grand production crew? Um, if you have any doubts, don't doubt, just do it. I, I never been in a system and I even have told Israel, I've told all our national directors this, where the moment I step 
into any room, any orientation, first aid, check-in, whatever. It's been extremely like welcoming and it's just been this whole atmosphere of no negativity no this and they are very like no drama based system on um, production company and they will not deal with it whatsoever um so I've never been in a system where I've been so free I have made so many friends honestly I do not feel this pressure I do not feel the stigma and I know it's competition at the end of the day but you don't feel that because they want you to have fun and that's a big part of um their whole week at nationals is making sure you all do workshops together and you all are actually having fun together and taking your mind off of rehearsals so that whole week is not just rehearsals 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 the first half of the week is actually really touring and doing stuff and having fun in Chicago so that was one thing that I remember looking at my mom going like after I had competed for Miss Grand United States, I was like, mom, why have I not joined this system earlier? Why not? So I, I want to tell any girl out there, if you have doubts or you're thinking about doing or joining H&I Grand Productions, I would say do it now. Do it now. You will not regret it. You're going to have so much fun. So if someone is interested in joining this entire organization, what is the best way to kickstart that sign up? I think definitely reach out to H&I Grand Productions on Instagram and learn about their different pageants that they offer because each pageant is avenue towards a different style of, of girl, what you're looking for. And um, reach out to them and they will go ahead and guide you on all your paperwork. And if not, if you have a specific um, system you already know you want to do, you can just reach out to any state director and any state director will go ahead and direct you to the national director's avenue too. And they can help you out and give you all the information on that. Everyone has been extremely helpful. So we're all here to pretty much help each other. And if not, reach out to a national title holder like me and I will send you information. And with, you know, if someone wants to reach out to you, what is the best form of communication or way that they can reach out to you and possibly your at name for any of those ways of social media? So I would definitely say the best way to reach out to me would be through Instagram. So it's either going to be on my personal Instagram, which will be Sydney underscore South six or Miss Eco USA and just shoot me a DM. And I usually answer within like an hour. Awesome. Well, we've come to that point in the podcast where I like to ask everyone the same final question. In what way has pageants positively impacted you? Before I started doing pageants and um, before I saw Crystal Stewart get crowned Miss Texas USA um, in my hometown, I remember being a very shy little girl and I remember I loved Disney princesses and I loved dresses and I loved dressing up in jewels but I was so shy and so timid I wouldn't talk to anyone and it wasn't until I saw Crystal Stewart do what she did where I looked at my mom and I was like mom I want to be that girl I mean not only do I want to stand on a stage and wear a crown I want to be that girl who embodies confidence and she showed confidence even when she felt Miss USA she got back I mean at Miss Universe and got back up that's somebody I knew I wanted to be and I've had my fair shares of oops on stage but I know that I get up, you laugh it off because you're only human at the end of the day. And people understand not everything can go perfect for you. You know, we're perfectly imperfect. And that's what I like to say. So that was definitely something that I had to learn. And I knew I wanted to be, but learn how to accept myself for who I was and work off of that. And that was the best thing for me. Well, I appreciate you so much today, Sydney, for joining the podcast. And I'm so glad that the listeners can hear more about, you know, the pageants that are possibly 
for them on international levels. And I think this definitely is a level up for the podcast because we actually had someone that's going to an international pageant, first ever person. So I'm super excited for you to compete in February and I'm keeping my fingers crossed for you and definitely will be following you on social media and, you know, sharing your posts and making sure others can find you and follow your journey as well. But you know, guys, you never know what happens in the future. So I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Thank you for having me. Bye, guys.